Hello and welcome. You are listening to the Ecom Sales Tax Podcast. In this podcast, our number one goal is to ease your mind of all the stress that sales tax can bring to you as an e-commerce seller. Our episodes contain the questions that have been posed to us by business owners and other individuals doing business in various states in the U.S. And we will help clear up the confusing, contradicting information you might find online and give you a clear path forward. Hello and welcome to the Ecom Sales Tax Podcast. My name is Ryan Johnson and I am your host. Today you can see that I've got my hoodie on. It's well into, feels like winter here in Idaho. Though we've had some pleasant weather last couple of weeks, about 50 degrees. I actually went mountain biking yesterday morning and I have, you know, every week this last month or so. So I'm, I'm pretty happy about that. Now, as we come to the end of the year, all the different holidays and a lot of e-commerce sellers or retailers or other businesses, manufacturers, you kind of have a spike in your sales end of the year and you can get really busy and sometimes lose focus on on what you need to collect from resellers or, or whatnot. And I want to talk about over the next few months into the next year, uh, I'll have Dan Peisner on quite often and talk about and give you some sales tax audit tips. Now, I'm getting a lot of these these tips from our sell, ultimate sales tax audit guide that I'll provide a link to in the description for today's podcast. And, and Dan will provide a lot of firsthand knowledge and experience. But today, I wanted to talk about, and this is just kind of in the the precursor to the, the ultimate guide is what a sales tax audit is, just in case you haven't yet experienced one, and who gets audited and why. So first off, what a sales tax audit is, and this is coming straight from the guide, is a sales tax audit occurs when a state agency inspects the books and records of a company specifically evaluating the correctness of sales tax paid on invoices and use tax accrued on invoices. Sales tax paid on invoices can occur in two areas. Sales tax paid on invoices for company purchases and sales tax charged and collected on invoices for company sales. Now, most executives or business owners are are aware that businesses get audited for sales and use tax, but we have found only a small percentage of companies actually understand the impact, the monetary and material impact an audit can have on your company. And so we want to make sure that no one is caught by surprise and they have a devastating sales tax, sales and use tax audit assessment that can really hurt their business. And so our goal with, with our, the ultimate guide is to kind of mitigate that and minimize the total cost of a sales tax audit to yourself or maybe to one of your clients if, if you are an accountant or CPA in that world. So that being said, you know, it, it shouldn't be a surprise to you that auditors aren't going where the companies that, that their books are, are straight and they're doing everything correctly. You know, that's not where the state's going to get their revenue. They're going to get the revenue from companies that aren't doing it quite correctly or they're not collecting sales tax at the right rate those are the companies that are going to get hit hard. 
And a big point we make in the ultimate guide is that you can prepare yourself before the audit even happens, before you're even notified. You can prepare yourself and your company for a sales tax audit so that when it does happen, you will be prepared. It's, it's impossible unless you have someone who's been doing this for a long time be looking over it and has been looking over it for a while. Things are going to come up that you didn't catch. But those can be handled and so and we'll get into that in, in future episodes when I've got Dan on with me. Now, the second part, I kind of want to get into what companies get audited and why. And a lot of times it's not who you are. Sometimes it's just straight bad luck. But there are some factors, as data would suggest, that a lot of times companies are not uh, selected by random. So here's some of the factors that kind of go into uh, how a company gets selected. And sometimes auditors will be on a kick of, of industry. So they'll be looking into uh, particular industries. Uh, they'll be looking at if you've been audited by that state before. They'll look at your past audit history. And if you've been audited before, we know, you know it's almost 100% that you're going to be audited again, especially if your audit ends up being deficient. They'll look at kind of your volume of sales as a company and in, in, you know, sales you report to the state. And they'll also compare that to the volume of exempt sales that you have claimed on your sales tax return. And they'll look at the ratio, like I said, the ratio between you know, your, your sales and your exempt sales. Now, this, this may seem obvious to you, but of course, like I said, companies uh, with a history of negative audits usually get audited and targeted until those audits stop producing results for the state. So until you stop paying these audit assessments, will the state stop auditing you at a, a regular interval? Though companies, very large companies that have high revenues, they're going to find themselves in a perennial audit. So from year to year, they'll be audited by the same state. So it, it could be with, with large companies making with some really high revenues, you're being audited by multiple states every year and it's going to be quite the operation you may have state auditors just taking up residency in your in your business that's kind of what it would seem like you may become good friends with them or enemies you never know so one thing about the exempt sales though if if you have high exempt sales this will put a red flag on your company because then auditors are going to come and looking at your exemption certificates make sure you're collecting all of those get into all these different things in much more depth in the future so make sure and stay tuned and subscribe so yeah they're they're gonna know that if you have a lot of exempt sales they're gonna know exactly what they're gonna be looking and if you haven't been keeping up with your exemption certificates you're just taking it by word of mouth or email that your customers are are say hey we're sales tax exempt and you take it by word of mouth it could come in and Right you in the butt down the line. Now we have a, a list within the guide of different targeted industries, and this would be something that you should really take a look at because we can kind of go in depth in each industry. But I can give you top three. So if you fall within these top three industries, these these are the ones that have the highest percentage of audit assessments. So number one, and I'm not surprised, and you're probably not surprised, it's retail. 
So all e-commerce retailers, especially within the last year, once Wayfair and Supreme Court case was, was settled, now retail all across the board, whether or not you're selling online, out of the state, it, brick and mortar, you're going to be looked at much more closely. And and some of the things that we have found out is a lot of these people who thought they were tax, sales tax exempt in, in other states because they didn't have nexus, physical nexus in the state. But now that Wayfair is coming up and they have e-commerce presence in multiple states, we're finding that not only did they now have economic nexus, but they did have physical nexus in years past. And so that, that just uncovers a multitude of different issues. So if, if you feel like you just need to register going forward because now you meet all the Wayfair economic nexus thresholds, just know that you don't want to just rush in and, and, and do that. They could create more issues. So I would suggest if you are making sales above 500,000, get a hold of us, sign up for our what's next consultation. And you can, you can find that down in the description below as well. And get on the phone with us to really know what you should do next. That way we can really minimize your exposure. And the next one we see has the highest percentage audit assessments collected is food service. Food services is a difficult and complicated industry when it comes to sales tax exemptions by product. There's, that can be uh, complicated as well. And it's hard to know exactly what to exempt, what to tax. And it can get very confusing very quickly if you don't have the experience or the tools to be able to look it up. So I, I would also suggest getting on the phone with us. We can help do the research there as well and make good suggestions. And the third is manufacturer. It's difficult to know manufacturing process, what should be taxed. So again, I would suggest getting on call with us. First off, downloading this guide, about 115 pages, if I remember correctly. And it's completely free to you. And it downloads as a, as a very easy to read PDF and it will cover start. Well, not even the start. I mean, it, it covers what you should do before you ever get notified from the state of an audit to after the assessment is done and what you should do going forward. And again, thank you so much for listening and make sure to stay tuned for the next few weeks and months. I'll be posting more uh, sales tax audit tips and I'll probably have Dan Pajan with me for most of them. So you get to enjoy Aaron Dan. He's always got great insights, good humor, and we hope to see you guys on another one. You've reached the end of another episode of the Ecom Sales Tax Podcast. If you have any additional questions about today's episode or you just need some help, you can find my contact information down below. Connect with us at salestaxforonlinesellers.com and don't forget to find us on Facebook. We post new content every week.